0: Hello and welcome to the Trouble with the Snap podcast. I am Tyler Hayward. You can find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Be sure to like the Facebook page, comment on the Facebook page on all of those websites and pages and apps and whatever else. Uh, You can listen to our old shows. Uh, Just recorded one yesterday talking about Julius Marble leaving East Lansing and the hole that that is going to leave in Michigan State's starting five. It looks like that hole may have been filled today. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, Last night, there was a post floating around, and so uh, we were already getting ready. We were already prepping for a show where we talk about Joey Hauser's return, coming back, taking advantage of the COVID super senior year, which I still contend is just incredibly dumb. Um, I don't. I don't like the year. That said, happy Joey Hauser is back. That falls on the list of like the top three things that I never thought I would say in my life. Um, look, Hausers struggled at times. He's made a couple bad decisions uh, throughout the course of his playing career at Michigan State, and. Ben, obviously, he had the game against Davidson. Um, he, he knocked down a couple big shots against Duke. This, this is a guy who, he's going to drive me, he doesn't really drive me up the wall anymore like he used to. Um, you know, I've made plenty of comments on it, um, everybody who's been on our show, whether it be... Anthony Ianni, um, whether it be Chris Stanton, or Jeremy File, or Sean Vergovin. You know, all of these great guys who come in and help me when they can. All, all, we, we've all said something negative about Joey Hauser. And for him to come back, though, I, I think it's absolutely huge. First, it gives you four, at least four big bodies. You have Hauser, you have Hall, You have Sissoko, and you have Jackson Kohler. That said, look, Michigan State still needs to hit the portal hard. I know there's a top 50 recruit that just decommitted from Florida, who uh, is going to be a freshman this year. I think Tom Izzo needs to be on the phone with him right now, even though they weren't really in the hunt for this kid um, prior to his commitment. To the Gators, so look, you, you got to have another body. That said, you have two in Hall and Hauser who were good, uh, some of them great at times. Like, Hauser was great against Davidson. You have uh, a guy like Malik Hall who had about four or five really, really good games this year, um, also laid a bunch of eggs. Um, can he take that next step? Um, but you need another big, especially when you hear the conversations, you hear the talk about Malik Hall potentially changing positions. First off, that's not going to happen if you don't get another big or you don't get another. It, it's more likely to happen if you don't get another wing, though. And so you run a three-man rotation of Kohler, Hauser, and uh Sissoko, and how, how does that look? But ha- Hauser gives you that stability. He gives you a good defensive rebounding uh, presence, which Malik Hall doesn't really give you, which maybe Sissoko may not necessarily give you. He's got the ability to step outside and hit the threes. You saw him last year. He was banging with Hunter Dickinson frequently. And, you know, he had matchups that he won. And so, I'm not saying, oh, this is the next Xavier Tillman, or anything like that, or next, even Marcus Bingham, who would just get pushed around, but he fights, at least. And he put it all out there, Uh, had a good offensive game against Michigan, and at the end of the game was guarding Hunter Dickinson, um, in the game that Michigan State won, in the first game. So... This is a huge, huge return for Michigan State. And, look, I, I, I couldn't be happier that he's back. I think it's, uh, like I said, it's first off, it's a position of need. Second off, he gives you some of that rebounding. He's starting to give you some of that toughness. He's starting to be in the right spots defensively. And that, that was always his biggest thing uh, two years ago. Last year I thought this past season I thought he did a good job being where he's supposed to be on defense. He he still gives up certain physical attributes that I would like him to have. I'd love for him to be stronger. I'd love for him to be half a step quicker. But he'll if you know where you're supposed to be and you have the basketball IQ to get into those spots maybe a split second earlier than somebody who's a little quicker than you but a little mentally slower than you like those those types of things can make or break a kid's college career and two years ago he had absolutely no freaking idea where he was supposed to be now he does and he, he, he was okay last year he, he was not the bane of my existence last year I was on Gabe Brown and <laughs> Max Christie in some aspects uh, during their cold streaks considering they're supposed to be all world shooters that was on A.J. Hogart at the beginning of the year that was on Tyson Walker right after that until uh, Michigan State figured out a good rotation with those two and so I'm I'm convinced that Hauser's turned that corner like I said there's still things that he's not going to give you and he, he may end up getting switched on a bigger five like a Dickinson and getting completely bullied you know what I really don't care I don't like those types of matchups you can take advantage of on the offensive end and run pick and pop type stuff for guys who are that big now guys who present like a combination of both skills both like the ability to post up and go down low like that and just completely wreck you physically or the guys who can do pick and pop you, you know some guys uh present that combination like well like i said savior tillman um when when you face those types of guys hauser's gonna get beat and i mean it is what it is but mi- like i said michigan state needs the bodies um helps with michigan state's version of the death lineup, which wasn't really all that great because Malik Hall was largely irrelevant at the end of the year, but when you have, you can throw that lineup out there of now Hauser, Hall, and, uh, you know, a wing player to be named later if Max Christie doesn't come back, Walker and Hogard, or Jay Nakins may be thrown into that mix like I said, pending Christie, in which case that's a really, really small lineup. But you'll have a lot of speed. All all five guys can bring the ball up the floor. They can um, all rebound given their positions. And, you know, that, that's an opportunity for uh, Michigan State to push it. But, yeah, I, I think that, uh, like, like I said, this is big time. I still want another big in the portal. I want another wing in the portal. Um, Jalen Bridges has just committed to Baylor today, and, you know, that was something where I had my uncle on, and we talked about the West Virginia product um, leaving, but I think, and frankly, I think that's a great fit for him and his style of play, but uh, that's a big loss. You know, Michigan State was supposedly in on that from the jump and uh, ended up getting beat out by Baylor, but... Yeah, you, you still have a few positions that you need to fill. You have quite a few scholarships that are open, um, and it's going to be curious to see how that is uh, handled. Like I said, like I always say, whenever these types of things break, you know, we're we're going to talk about any sort of continuation of these stories. You know, who's coming, who's going, and all that type of stuff. How it breaks down on the floor. Like I said, Hauser coming back, I think, is big for a team that needs that guy who can sit there and kind of control things in the half court, which, as much as I love A.J. Hogarth and I think if he develops a jump shot, he could be a first-team All-American because his size, his strength, his speed, his ability to lock down guys like Jaden Ivey. His ability to get to the basket at will. If he develops a jump shot, he's going to be almost impossible to guard. Um, but he still has issues in regard to running a half-court offense. And when a guy like Hauser comes back, you know, he, he can help with that. And so, like I said, I'm happy he's back. Um, I, I think as far as his idea, like, it's so weird to say I, I I appreciate the IQ that he can bring back to this Michigan State team but I think it improved dramatically last year and I think that's going to be a, you know he's a guy you know is, he's going to give it his all he's going to leave it all out there and so I, I'm i starting to turn I, I was starting to turn that corner at the end of last season you know you, you realize he's still going to make a couple mistakes here and there yeah, live with that for what he does as, as far as getting everybody else organized. I think uh, I think it's a big get in regard to him returning to Michigan State. And it's not just because Michigan State needs bodies. Obviously, if they get a transfer center, I'll love that. But uh, he, he provides some leadership for a young team that's losing a lot of their scholarship players and look, I mean, we're going to be completely honest, they weren't really good last year. He, he gives you some of that stability, and I think that's absolutely huge. So, uh, happy number 10s coming back, and look forward to that. Uh, regarding uh, football, I said we were going to talk a little bit about that today. Uh, look, you don't learn a lot from watching the way Michigan State does their spring game. It's a, glorif- it's a glorified practice. That's all it is. You know, occasionally you'll get the ones versus one, but ones, like mentioned on uh, the Big Ten Network, but guess what? Darius Snow wasn't out there. And Justin White wasn't out there. And so I'm. my thing is when you look at something like this, when you look at the attrition that's coming, Ben Van and coming back, when you look at Donovan Eaglen transferring now, like, there's going to be a lot more attrition in this Michigan State program. There's going to be a lot more. Donovan England is not going to be the only running back. You've got uh, Broussard from Colorado coming in. You have a uh, Burger, who's uh, the anticipated starter. You have Davion Prim, who, you know, we had a. Uh, Jay Green on the show. And, you know, he said that name. And once he said that name, I start seeing it everywhere. Um, I'm not crediting our show with uh, getting that opinion out there, but, you know, Jay Green is on his game. Um, and so you have three running backs right there that are all anticipated to get a little bit of playing time. Well, where does that leave certain guys like Elijah Collins? Where is that, who's a senior? Where does that leave guys like Jordan Simmons who, you know, thought he was going to have an opportunity to break through with Kenneth Walker's departure? Where does that leave guys like Harold Joyner who was just a third down back? I mean, unless his pass pro is uh, just otherworldly, I mean, he's going to lose that third down spot. So... You're going to lose at least two more running backs is my guess. Um, The linebacker thing, I'm just completely confused on. Anyone who's listened to the show, they know how much I love Darius Snow. I think uh, the move to linebacker works on uh, first and second down, and then you know what, maybe you pop him out as a nickel on third. Because he, he gives you that type of toughness, and he gives you that type of speed, and the linebackers were just, linebackers were terrible in coverage, and that includes uh, Crouch. But now you have Crouch who's moving to the bench, either for Brule or Snow. You already have Cal Halliday there. You have other transfers coming. You have other transfers that came in. You only have two linebacker spots up. I'm really curious to see how Michigan State handles this. Are, are we going to see a little bit more 4-3 and then we can just kind of play Snow in that nickel spot or that you know weak side linebacker spot or whatever it may be? Or is that something that Michigan State's going to do is put him in that position and let him do whatever uh, the offense dictates? Is he going to be that kind of an X factor? And so that's something that I'm really uh, intrigued with, really curious to see. But other than that, like I'm I'm completely baffled where some of these guys come in, and think that they're going to fit in, because they're not going to fit in. And uh, so I expect to see some attrition at linebacker like i said ben van sumeren coming back too like that, that's just another body and it's not to, to completely discredit these guys either you know they can all play in some aspects i I like ben van sumeren you know but is he gonna play over brulee and is he gonna play over darius Snow? no nah. cal Halliday? <laughs> no like he, he's not gonna play over him so i i anticipate a little bit more attrition i had uh, I don't think it's going to speak negatively about the program. I don't think it's going to speak negatively about where we stand at those positions. It's not like a guy like Julius Marble transferring at a position of need. And, uh, you know, that was ultimately how we were going to tie it all together yesterday when we were talking about this. But, uh, yeah, it's, like I said, we'll, we'll keep you up to date on all of that type of stuff because that's the only type of stuff that is really going on right now, um, Nothing else is really going on in basketball. Nothing else is really going on in football. You know, the spring session just ended. Now we wait for football to kick off in the fall. So it's going to be a lot of these roster talks, evaluating the roster, where it stands, uh, how certain guys fit in, how incoming transfers may fit in, the transfer portal, how, uh, you know, the type of hole that those that are outgoing is going to leave like we never did a show when Ben when uh, Ben Van Simmeren put his name in you want to know why because it didn't really affect the team we didn't do a show for Donovan Eaglin because it didn't really affect the team you know so well we'll break it down if it affects Michigan State in uh you know in a larger capacity like I said Julius Marble was an anticipated starter so yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk about that but uh I mean, that that does it for us here today. Like I said, we'll talk about any other news uh, coming in. Michigan State basketball needs to start hitting that portal like Mel Tucker does. And uh, we'll, we'll uh, break it down if it happens. But uh, right now you're not hearing Tom Izzo's name tied to any of these players that are out there. Any of these big man recruits. Uh, some of the stuff you don't hear till last minute. But, I mean, you heard the Julius Marble thing the day before uh, he put his name in the portal. So, we'll we'll talk about all of that as, uh, as it happens. I am Tyler Hayward. This is The Trouble with the Snap.